Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is News Radio 105.9 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up-to-date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM Newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top local story on WBBM, the father of the Highland Park Parade shooting suspect, is scheduled to be released from jail today because of good behavior, serving about half of his sentence. WBBM's Nancy Hardy with the latest. Four weeks ago, Robert Cremo Jr. turned himself in to start serving a 60-day sentence negotiated with Lake County prosecutors. That plea came right before his trial was to start on reckless conduct for sponsoring his son's void card application. It's not clear if Cremo Jr. will wear the same shirt he had on when he last appeared in court that said, quote, I'm a political pawn. That was in violation of Judge George Strickland's decorum order. On Monday, a different judge set a February trial date for Cremo III. He's charged with murder and attempted murder from the 4th of July parade shooting that killed seven people and left dozens injured. Nancy Hardy, News Radio 1059 WBBM. The prosecution rested its case yesterday in the federal corruption trial of longtime former Chicago alderman Ed Burke. Burke is accused of attempting to pressure developers of the city's old main post office, a northwest side liquor store and a fast food restaurant into hiring his law firm. Burke's lawyers claim he never profited from any of the alleged actions. Closing arguments are expected to begin this afternoon. The Chicago Board of Education votes tomorrow on a resolution that would indicate a shift away from school choice. Under the current school choice system, once described by Mayor Brandon Johnson, then a candidate, as a Hunger Games scenario, there are many options, selective enrollment, charter and magnet schools. According to the resolution, the district wants to transition away from privatization and admissions and enrollment policies and approaches that further stratification and inequity and drive student enrollment away from neighborhood schools. This is part of a five-year plan that's being put together. The resolution says the intent is fully resourced neighborhood schools, prioritizing schools and communities most harmed by structural racism and past inequitable policies and disinvestment. Mike Krauser, News Radio 1059, WBBM. Federal investigators have released a preliminary report on last month's crash of a CTA Yellow Line train into snow removing equipment near the Howard Street station. The report from the National Transportation Safety Board indicates the operator of the Yellow Line train knew the snow removing equipment would be on the tracks, but not exactly where it would be. NTSB Chairman Jennifer Hamadi says it appears the train operator reacted properly. That confirms some of the what he experienced during the operation of the train. Uh, so we don't believe that the operator at this time 
was in any way at at fault. The CTA says it will determine a plan to resume service on the yellow line once signals, tracks and trains are checked to ensure safe operation. Police in South Suburban Riverdale are asking for the public's help to identify a woman who was stabbed to death and then set on fire. Authorities say the woman's body was found after crews were sent to a report of a fire early Saturday. Investigators say they believe the woman was Hispanic or African-American, had a large tattoo on her upper right arm of praying hands wrapped with a rosary and the word faith written below. She was also wearing a guess wristwatch. Chicago's Ukrainian community is speaking out about vandalism. Lydia Tukachuk is president of the Ukrainian National Museum on the 2200 block of West Superior. She says at least seven buildings in the Ukrainian village neighborhood were defaced with the Russian symbol Z, including St. Nicholas School. Tukachuk says Ukrainians will not be intimidated by vandals or anyone else. Ukraine is not a country that wants to be at war, but they have to realize that Ukraine will do everything to maintain its independence and the diaspora will con- continue to help Ukraine. Terry Kashner, 105.9 WBBM. One person is dead, two others hurt after a crash on the south side last night. Police say two vehicles collided at 88th and Stony Island in Calumet Heights. A woman in one of the cars died at the scene. A male in the same vehicle was taken to a hospital. His condition is not known. A man in the other car is hospitalized in fair condition. A Missouri man is taking legal action against a popular furniture company. I mean, I don't know what else to do. Jeffrey Jones is suing Ashley Furniture after a recliner caught on fire while Jones was sleeping at his home in St. Louis in May. Jones attorney Bryce Hensley says the fire caused catastrophic burns. Jeff suffered significant burns to his head, to his neck, his back, his arms, and to his face. Jeff is still dealing with the pain, the suffering. Emotional distress. He says this incident is one of several fires caused by the Ashley Furniture Recliner. And in June, 250 items of furniture were recalled by the company for defective LED batteries. The lawsuit seeks more than $25,000 to compensate for injuries and damages. This multi billion dollar company will learn that what Jeff lost that night is worth far more than their bottom line. Carolina Garibay, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. A Chicago man who served 35 years in prison for the shooting death of a six-year-old boy is now free after a judge vacated his wrongful conviction. Brian Beals of Chicago was a college student at SIU in 1988. Home for the holidays, his attorneys say he had words with a drug dealer and then got into his car and drove away. The drug dealer reportedly fired shots at Beals' car, but a stray bullet struck and killed six-year-old Demetrius Campbell and wounded his mother. The boy's mother claimed Beals was responsible, even though Beals' attorneys say several witnesses described a different shooter. It was a life-changing Tuesday for Beals. The Illinois Innocence Project says Beals left the prison with screams of joy and tears of excitement. Keith Johnson, 105.9 WBBM. All Local is a production of News Radio 105.9 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.